0: I game face on before I come out here and you guys just ruined it all and make me smile. I don't got the prettiest smile. What I do have is the prettiest belt. Haven't been here in some time and I got some business to attend to. Some things very, very important. Some things not so important. I wanna get the not so important things out of the way. Where are we, where are we tonight? There's somebody that's from around these parts that I would like to challenge to a rematch and I would like to do it right here, right now for you beautiful people. You want that rematch? You got it right here, right now. Let's go.
1: What the? What? Is
0: Our, Punk even cleared? <laughs> I don't know. We have never got that confirmed, yay or nay. And I don't even know. Do we know that uh,
1: Hangman is here? Well,
0: apparently Punk does. Well, this is the first time we've heard from Punk since that match.
2: First on time. My
0: sentiments exactly. Now, on to the important things. That's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit. Yeah. A little bit of advice that I suggest you take. The apology must be as loud and as public as the disrespect. And if anybody else has a problem, with the champion. Well, I suggest you come on down, you see, because everybody wants to be the champ until it's time to do champ shit. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that John Moxley's got a lot of fans and he can be number one in your heart but he's not number one in this ring. I am the AEW champion. I understand what it takes to be the best. I know what it takes to talk a big game and say that you're the best in the world. I know what it's like to breathe that into existence. I also know what it's like to lose. And ladies and gentlemen, I have lost big, sure. But John Moxley has always been number two. There's always that guy that has his number. I'm that guy. Hey, you can boo if you want, but let me know when I'm telling lies. John Moxley is the third best guy in his own group, and that seems to be a reoccurring theme in his career. doesn't make him a bad guy it doesn't make him the best either i am the best number one john moxley has been here carrying the torch for aew i broke my foot john moxley talks about breaking bones and drinking blood but between me and him the only person who's broken bones in the last six months is me they were mine but still the fact remains tell me when i'm telling lies John Moxley has been interim AEW champion. Interim, look it up. It means temporary. But I'm willing to test myself against John Moxley. But John Moxley's not willing to test himself against his best friend. And let's talk about numbers. His best friend is the third best Eddie I've ever been in the ring with. Third. He's the second best Kingston I've ever shared a locker room with. These people aren't number one in anything. Tell me when I'm telling lies. I've missed you, ladies and gentlemen. I've missed competing in this ring. I have yet to defend this title, and that's exactly what I plan to do. It all out, the pay-per-view, 4th of September, Chicago, Illinois. I'm looking forward to testing my belt against John Moxley's number one versus number two with a bullet. I'm looking to test my foot. And the funny thing is, is heading into Chicago, John Moxley's not even the first John I'm going to beat in Chicago for a championship belt. This is the one and only Mike Hartenbauer. You guys are listening to Sit Down Marks Podcast with BB, Primo, and AJ. Ladies and gentlemen, the following Sit Down Marks Podcast is set for one fall. Introduce first your heel host, that is always helping to spread the good word of wrestling, Dirty Bird. Next up. The co-host from the land of the rattlesnake, Mr. Team Extreme, editor and producer, Primo. And finally, your co-host, straight out of your mama's kitchen, driver of the grip wagon, straight off a cliff, assistant editor and producer, AJ.
3: Hey, hey, come on in, sit down. Let's talk wrestling, my people. It's your boys, the Sit Down Marks podcast, episode number 78. What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in here. We really appreciate it. Thank you, TW Ward, the voice of Memphis Wrestling, for bringing us in each and every week. If you don't know these two by now, let me introduce them to you one more time. I didn't get the memo. They are twinsies today with their TDC, those damn coyote shirts on today. What's
2: going on, boys? Co-host
3: AJ and Primo, what's happening, brothers?
2: We sent you the memo. Why didn't you respond to us? Yeah, yeah. it was it was it
4: was via Stagecoach Telegram. Yes, All right, well, carrier I mean, pigeon.
2: After yeah, that, I was
3: going to say my fax machine did not go off. It must have gotten got caught up in the in, in, in between the wires somewhere. Yeah. Well, how is it going? It's rude though. Foolish. And if you don't
4: know who we are, you can go back seventy seven episodes and re listen to every single one of them because. Primo and AJ and DB are all there.
3: I mean, you know, I I usually like to stay, you know, stay humble, you know, but, you know, there's some people listening out there. So let's pat ourselves on the back one time because we're in the top 150, 150 wrestling podcasts in the United States, boys. See, AJ got so excited, he left the room. He got Yeah, he pressed the button. He did. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Like he just, uh, he was so overwhelmed. He had to. Top 150. I mean, we're doing things. We are. We are. And uh, while we're talking about it, thank you to everybody for putting us there, downloading the podcast on all the platforms. You know those, Apple, Spotify, you know, all all those that we talk about, Stitcher, Google, you know, and, and Sportswire Radio. We can't thank those guys enough. You know, they really support us over there in the UK. Thomas Price, you know, he's basically been with us since pretty close to the beginning. And you know, as we get close, you know march on down uh on to uh 100 episodes uh uh here on the pod so yeah, so thank you everybody for listening man you know this train ain't stopping we're gonna keep rolling you know i'm I'm not happy I'm happy right now with 150 but you know you know uh, you tell those friends tell everybody you know you know we got a lot of things on the horizon now, a lot of things that could happen and uh we're just right. excited. The pod is taking off, getting, uh, you know, a lot hey, more popularity. Dog. We appreciate
4: that Hey, a horse. Everybody. Hey, a donkey. Right. Tell, tell donkey tell, po- your podcast listening donkey.
2: Yeah.
3: Tell.
4: Some discerning
2: uh, donkeys.
3: Give, give, give Tina some ham and tell her about the sit Yeah, down the llama. Podcast. Yeah. That fat lard. Yeah, <sighs> yeah it is. It is. Oh yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah, but thank you, everybody. We really do appreciate everybody out there. So let's get this thing rolling, boys. Let's see what the old pop of the pod has for us today. So it could be a surprise. Let's
2: see. <clears throat> I like well, last week, well. so let's see what we got this week. Oh, the Jukity box.
4: That's right, the Red Death himself, Daniel Garcia.
2: Very fitting. Very fitting. DG. We'll DG. talk. To, we'll talk about him coming up.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's he's getting some steam here
2: a little bit. Mm. Uh, mm. Bucks thought that was a, a little bit of a banger, so it is yeah. a little bit of a banger, a bit as the banger. kids say.
4: Yeah, as the kids say.
2: That's one jazzy tune, as D- Dirty Bird jazzy, would say. It's real. It's, it's real groovy. <laughs> I like the melody of that
4: tune. <laughs> play that at the hoedown.
3: The Hoot Nanny, the Shindig. We
2: called it tracks. Sock, huh? We called
4: it
3: tracks in my day. Tracks, we them tracks. Yeah. <laughs> before there
4: were eight of them, eight tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Called call tracks. <laughs> they were just regular tracks.
3: That's yeah. what we called them in the nineties, anyway.
4: <laughs> before, before cassettes. Yes. Before cassettes. No, yeah, cassettes.
3: That was like cassettes switching over and the CDs and
2: Yeah. You know. I got my yep. first... Do y'all like do y'all fire. like CDs or tapes? I still have some tapes. Well I used
4: to make mix tapes. Like I used to sit by the radio and record and play Oh absolutely. Get best song You're after true? school. I yeah. still do that. And then I would actually right record over it and piss myself off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually not. looking in my car, uh <laughs> I have a newer car and I was looking, talking to my wife about this the other day. I didn't realize that my car doesn't have a CD player. My car wow. doesn't have, it doesn't even have an auxiliary port yeah. to plug up. No. USB. In. Yeah, you got to yeah. use USB or Bluetooth. That's it. Yeah. They, yeah, that's they it. assume yeah. that you have technology.
2: Sure. <laughs> you know what yeah. was the worst? Like when you like finally hear the song that you wanted to hear all day and you're recording it. But then they have like a station promo in the fucking middle yes. of the song. Yes.
4: There's a long time that some of my stuff included included like the DJ outro. And so I would just like that would and be in my mind too. Like that part song. of the song? Yeah, yeah. Terrible.
3: I mean, how many nights did I sit there with a blank cassette tape listening to the hot nine at nine? Uh, you know what yes. I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like, you know, and and You know, recording all those in my feelings, you know, about all my (laughs) girlfriends and you know, then the songs me and the boys are jamming to and you know what I mean? Like you're like it it was different times, you know. We're like simpler times.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some might say uh, better times. But not me. I thought it was stupid.
3: Primo, let's go on the headlines, man. What's happening?
2: A lot of stuff is happening
4: WWE. Absolutely nothing's happening in AEW. Yeah, nothing uh, nothing at all. It's not, that's not true. Just nothing that I'm reporting, really. Oh, true. WWE, WWE is launching NXT Europe. No
2: mm-hmm. longer just
4: NXT UK. Expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess something about how, like, I read something about how the whole UK Brexit thing. Are you bringing Brexit into this?
3: yes <laughs> they, don't, they don't want to be <laughs> just I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding i'm
2: kidding the whole no.
3: economic to make it more widespread
4: yeah but that is what they want to do they just want to make it more widespread. i was just joking um <coughs> no yeah it's pretty cool they're gonna they're going to extend that and it and obviously timing was everything with worlds collide you know but whatever sure. um they like to market marketing is everything i guess so moving on speaking of uh marketing Road Dog is back in WWE as an executive, so essentially, Degeneration X is running WWE now.
3: I mean, that was sure. the game one. Yeah, we, yeah, no. Yeah, didn't... I
4: mean, that was. I saw the the meme. It was like the building in Stanford, Stanford, Connecticut, or whatever, with the big DX on it. Yeah, and it was like, how, how did this come true?
3: <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, Triple H so, brought his boy back. One Adam
4: Copeland, great. after Monday Night Raw, went off the air and talked about uh, how next year, when they like, go back to Toronto in a perfect world, they could all say goodbye together. Cool. Of course, he'd be in character as Edge.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so it sounds like maybe a year left and he can end it. They plan on coming back to Toronto in like another year and he can call it quits there. That'd be cool. I would like Perfect that. world, you always want to see the kind of uh, final
2: run, right? And he, he needs to bring back Gangrel though for for his final, well, at final least for, appearance uh, in Toronto. A couple, yeah. Not Ed or not but, Christian. Well, Christian is busy, but Gangrel—he's not doing. He's like selling used cars or something like that. I don't. I don't know what Gangrel's doing. He still he wrestled in Chicago not long ago.
3: Definitely he's, still wrestling. In between used the AEW, car sales. In between yeah, selling true.
1: cars,
3: <laughs> Fagging and banging, also, dark side of the ring, little little. them used cars. <laughs> also,
4: well. uh, lastly, my last note of the day: Survivor Series is basically sold out. There you go.
3: It's in Boston, <laughs> right? No, it's yeah, really it's in
4: Bar- Barclays, and uh, the the initial run of those tickets are are basically sold out. Um, obviously, they'll have some tickets on hold for the public sale, like. In person, or whatever. you said it's in Barclays. Yeah, well, Barclays is somewhere else, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I think it, I think it I think it is in Boston. It <laughs> is in Boston. Yeah, yeah. Barclays I know I'm not going.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Survivor yeah,
4: where's the Barclays series? Center? That's in like New York. Barclays is in like Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically, the yeah. same. All TV that garden.
4: stuff is so small in that area, and it's all together. <laughs> I know it's all
2: like. You never think of that. It. It's all like 50 minutes from everything. Yeah, you should be able to get to all of it by boat. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you traveled back then? Like if you wanted if you wanted to go to the My West Coast, yes. you would get on a yes. boat and go all the way around like South America. I mean, like, <laughs> We're going out west. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: We're at the Cape of Good Hope. Uh-oh. And that
4: is the headlines for
3: today, man. Nice. Love it. Love it.
4: Uh, that was August 24th for all you marks out there.
3: <laughs> it was. All right. AJ, let's see what you got in your segment this week, man. I'm excited for this one.
5: Listen up, cool cats and smelly marks. Let's all gather in and snap our fingers for the groovy sounds of AJ's Poetry Hour of the Week.
1: Oh, oh my god, that was better than... Let's <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, snap it, groovy little... cats. Yeah, let's put, go.
2: You put the little drum cymbal... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whew, so what are sick. we having? Uh, story time? Or what is this? A book. It's a what? little poetry hour. Oh, poetry. oh is it the Ah-em. one I
2: showed you? Oh. Ah-hem. I never oh, thought okay. of this. Let's hear it. We have a haiku from the road by Rezar. Mm-hmm. It's King haiku. In, its, in its entirety. Southeast Loop, April 13th, 19th, 2017. Orlando, Florida to Concord, North Carolina, 532 miles. Paul is driving first. Rental with broken windows. Occam had Arby's. Speed limit only. Arkham farts. Paul is laughing. LinkedIn while I cry. Stop at Savannah. Stop car. Air out Cadillac. Why Arby's? Arkham. Now I drive the car. Paul and Arkham want Arby's. We drive in silence. Concord, North Carolina to Spartanburg, South Carolina, ninety-seven miles. Yes, new rental car. I forgive Paul and Arkham. Golden Corral time. <laughs> why eat cheese? Arkham. Paul encourage behavior. Why? 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 <laughs> Spartanburg, South Carolina to Atlanta, Georgia 180 miles New rule No lactose Rezar pick sushi buffet Rezar eat healthy Rezar make mistake Immodium not act fast Oh cruel karma Sears for three new pants Pay enterprise cleaning fee Paul and Occam laugh Atlanta, Georgia to Orlando, Florida 439 miles House show loop is done. Paul, Occam drive. Eat Arby's. Rezar, fly. No farts. This is, of course, Pain. The book Pain, a book of poetry written by (laughs) Bebop and Rocksteady, which, of course, are the authors of Pain. Occam and Rezar. It's a book of their poetry featuring the. That was
4: way better than I thought it would be. It was so funny. Uh,
2: Um... (laughs) This book, this book is absolutely hysterical. It is, because it's all, all of them, like, all their little poems and, like, little stories, they're all like that. And I don't know if they actually wrote it, because if they did, they're fucking geniuses. Because <laughs> I read this twice, and it made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, they're all like that. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's called Pain
3: by Akram. And so are, yeah, they're former NXT tag team and then yeah, SmackDown the for a while. Them. Yeah, and
2: um, yeah, so and I was a fan of theirs too, so oh, this I is what him. they're doing now. It's it's amazing. They have one called My Vest Has Many Pockets, that's a nice poem. I, almo- <laughs> they I almost did have mini pockets, they did. I almost read that one. Here's one for you, uh, literary uh, fuckers. Virginia Wolf had a great finisher it's <laughs> <laughs> so good oh i love it so much i highly highly recommend uh picking this up it was i cry when daddy calls me hawk <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> all over the place. I wanted to read that one too, but that one's like three pages long, so I didn't read it. It's amazing. Go buy it. Read it. It's, oh. I'll send you my copy. It's fantastic. <laughs>
3: all
2: right. I
4: didn't know you'd actually buy that when I showed you that. But oh, I bought that was, it. That, I'm so glad <laughs> you did. I
2: bought it immediately. Look look at this. Look at this title. I cry when daddy calls me hawk. <laughs>
1: it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I
2: cried today. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Oh. So thank you for indulging me in uh poetry. Poetry arcs now. All right. Welcome to the
3: show, everybody. I am the Dirty Bird. It's time to talk about what we're going to talk about. First off, AJ and I are going to fill you in on all the happenings from Dreamwave Wrestling last Saturday. And also, we're going to talk about Iron Spirit Pro coming up this Saturday at the Sweet Corn Circus in Normal, Illinois. We'll talk about that shortly. All the latest of what we're watching on TV as well. And also, today, we're going to review one of my favorite matches of all time that's in AJ's favorite intercontinental title picks the old classic from wrestlemania 10 razor versus razor ramon pronouns pal not not
2: razor of Ackerman razor no 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 No, no.
3: long before this time the famous wrestlemania 10 ladder match between razor ramon and Shawn michaels and then lastly today primo has the pick for promo school today so we'll see who he takes us to promo school later in a surprise edition of promo schools and much much more as usual thank you guys all for hanging out with us today let's talk some wrestling guys let's get it
2: This is Levi Cooper. Hey, this is Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins. This is Big B. What's up, bozos? This is Trevor Outlaw. And you're listening. You're listening.
0: And you're listening to the Sit Sit Down Marks.
2: Sit Down Marks. Sit Down Marks. And you're listening to the Sit Down Marks podcast with DB, Primo, and AJ. All
3: right, first up, our little indie roundup for the weekend. AJ and I had the pleasure of working with Dreamwave Wrestling the big return last Saturday night, uh, it was, uh, supposed to be an outdoor show, got moved indoors to the Knights of Columbus building, which was a historical building when it comes to dream wave wrestling. So it kind of felt like we needed to start it back up there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It just kind of felt right. Like it kind of felt like w- we were right where we should have been, um, First off, as you've heard me talk about, you know, Dreamwave was one of the first shows I went to in the Midwest, so as I'm driving into town right off the bat, you know, I haven't seen these places and stuff that, you know, i visited, you know, the sign of the Knights of Columbus building that's hanging off the side of the building, Um, Hayes Smokehouse, which is the best place in town to eat, if you ask me, Um, you know, just seeing these places, you know, I had, you know, the feelings rushing back all over, I got a little bit of goosebumps. Of what you know could possibly happen tonight with what was uh the big eight man tag eight man uh single man uh match uh at the end for the dream wave championship, but um, you know, first of all, thank you to Jay, thank you so much to Jay Repsol for you know letting us be a part of it. Um, it was just an absolute honor. Me and AJ were. Kind of pitching ourselves because after the show (laughs) was over, we're standing in the middle of the Knights of Columbus building. Everybody in God's creation is already left and gone. We're standing in the middle of where Dreamwave Wrestling had just made its return. Kind of pitching ourselves. You know, kind of one of those kind of like weird, awesome, cool moments that this awesome, great podcast that we – Love so much now has brought us to, and you know, just open up the doors. And you know, it's it's crazy. Somebody told us six years ago, Hey, man, you know, Dreamwave shut down, but in six years when they return, you know, you're going to be there tonight's the Columbus building. You know, so just I mean, as soon as you walk in there, it's tons of nostalgia. There's a door downstairs that has NWO spray painted on it. That mm. Kevin Nash did it himself. I th- Fucking I'm amazing, I like you know, yeah, and. You know, so, and I got to go and kind of sign with some of the guts of this building. So, just a, a wild experience for us, man. It, you know, um, the unload and load up of the ring um, it was the most uh, <laughs> uh, different we've ever done before. But we, we almost died. But the efficiency and the idea of it had been done plenty of times before. So, as long as you're careful, it worked. And you know it was the easiest, and I think maybe the only way to do it. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. So, um, but yeah, once again, super pumped to be there. October eighth is the return. Um, is is another one that's going on. Uh, or is it, will be the next show, should I say? You know, as Jay said, they're not going to run every month, but every other month. But you know, complete nostalgia. Uh, it was an absolute um, um, amazing, amazing um show um and you know we couldn't be happier uh, uh to be a part of it. So um Drip. So Drip Devlin, uh we gotta shout him out. You know, he's the one that's always kind of showing up with us, not only at Dream and other promotions, but Iron Spirit Pro, you know, he's always showing up too. So he was there. Um, you know, and it was basically us three and by you uh, Bill. Yeah. A bit of Billy from, from Zawa you bill. Um, you know, and you know, a couple other people, but, but, but shout out to those four, man. We just all rocked it out and got the job done, man. It was a really cool weekend, you know, and just, just, just so happy to be a, a part of it, man. It, it was, uh, it, it was cool, man. The energy was, was, you know, it's like I said, one of those LaSalle crowds, you know, it, this, it just feels just a little bit different and, um, you know, uh, what, you know, not talk a whole lot about the card, but me and AJ were big fans of the Hammerstone-Bucky Collins match. Oh, my God. I thought it was, it was the best one of the night. Yeah, it was yep. great, man. It had everything. It had stiffness. It had uh, some funny spots, you ah, know, of Bucky. course, with Bucky. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Bucky sold like a champ. Uh, you know, great, great match. You know, that was probably our, our favorite versus, you know, the the guys really put an awesome show on. Um, the Coyotes um versus the Beck family holy shit. um they um yeah it come out with the w but man they took some lumps to get there <laughs> like rough that was like so rough funny. lumps like the double the double slap to burn his kidneys oh oh my oh. god like oh
2: like, uh.
3: like we saw. he had handprints like well um, yeah
2: well also uh Damien had did you see his back like right here? He yep. had just a clearly defined... It looked like an evil handprint. Sure. Like, like a devil slapped him.
3: Sure. yeah, Yeah. So, okay. So, we moved to... Let's let's get to the main event now. So, you know, coming into it, you know, we were really hoping, you know, our guy Bauer, Christian Rose, one of yeah. those guys was going to get it. Now, let me tell you, uh, Bauer comes out to Bulls on Parade. When he come through that curtain indie wrestling electricity at its finest hometown boy coming out last on the main event of a big huge fucking return man i had goosebumps it was it was special man it was just like i didn't know other way just electric man it was amazing aj that, what was your feeling
2: that crowd erupted like it, it it sounded like a crowd of 2000 instead of they love of...
3: their boy they love oh my god boy.
2: And yeah. Hardenbar was he was hyped too like he was ready he was ready yeah he was a fucking like, yeah, yeah.
3: blood vessel dude He
2: did his face was like bright red like just yeah. screaming like oh it was so cool Yeah it was and, great Like we were we were sitting with uh Shane of the Shane show and he was you could tell he was just as excited too yeah. like it was oh my god it was it was to hear a pop like that in such a small building is a thing of beauty. Like, that's, yeah. this is like, the best part of indie wrestling, is that yeah. right there. It was fantastic. Yeah. They
3: love their hometown guys, and they also love their guys um, um, that, you know, kind of made, you know, the company. They don't, you know... They're starting a new beginning, but they're still kind of remembering some of the, you know, the roots that started the company. But, all right, so it was just absolutely amazing, right? Everybody in that fucking building wanted Hart and Bauer to win so damn bad, right? Yes. So the match starts i don't know it wasn't a very long match maybe it was a little longer because i was kind of watching all kinds of stuff going on right
2: there's a lot going on it didn't seem long
3: it didn't seem like it yeah yeah i'm gonna say maybe maybe 12 minutes maybe 10 12 you know something like that yeah yeah so um the ice pick Vic capri ended up winning the title um you know with a little help of some shenanigans And it completely sucked the air out of the building. Oh my God. They were fucking shocked. I was sitting there with my mouth open. Like, I mean, now looking back, it totally makes sense. But it does. At that point, everybody wanted to see the boy go over or somebody or Christian Rose win for a third time. You know, the crowd was kind of hot for Brubaker. You know, he's Mm -hmm. an old guy, you know, there. So they they love him there too. You know what I mean? But, you know, and Vic won and the, the, I am not kidding you when I say this at all. I was elbowing AJ going, look at him. Look at him. The crowd was stunned, dude. Yeah. And they weren't pissed. They were stunned. Like, yeah.
2: like, what just happened? Like, It went from like absolutely nuts to almost dead <laughs> silent. Like, when that, when that happened, oh, everyone was man. like... Like, I, I remember um, I looked at you and I looked at Shane and I was like, wait. Wait, really? That's right. Nick? Yeah.
3: Oh, oh
2: yeah. unexpected. Yeah. Absolutely
3: unexpected. Yeah. I mean, no, nothing is big. Vic. Vic's great. He's a legend in Midwest professional wrestling. He's been oh, on the for a long time. You know, totally one of the guys that deserves it. So no no problem there. But you know what I mean? Like the the heel won it off of you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. the crowd just man, it just you know, and they'll they'll they're gonna pay now to see, you know, somebody try to take it off of him. But you know, I I'll tell you this, man, like you know, I, 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 like I said, I understand. I really wanted to see Hartenbauer win. I really yeah. wanted to be there for that big return and, you know, just have all the good stuff. But, you know, when it happens, it's going to be great. You know what I mean? But, man, like, they got us. They got us. Bad. Yeah. yeah. They got us. Those bastards. They got pretty, us. I pretty love cool it. in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes total sense, man. So, after the show, I'm talking to Hartenbauer and you know just being you know the fan i was you know you know like as soon as the show starts me and aj don't have to work we're just chilling we get to watch the show right you know and you know we're fans You know, after that you know what i mean so i told harman i was like hey man i was like i wanted you to win so bad dude <laughs> he's like i know i know you know like yeah i mean I won't tell you the rest of the conversation but yeah you know what i mean like it was like it was great man but yeah once again. Fucking awesome show. It was great to be back at the building, Uh, you know, the feel, the vibes, the whole, you know, LaSalle energy, you know, and it's only going to grow from here and get bigger. Everybody's so pumped that they're back. You know, they draw – they did a sellout – which I don't know. I, You know, I think three fifty maybe. Three fifty would be
2: my probably, uh, my guess. Yeah, yeah,
3: be a good guess. So, you know, an outdoor show. Hopefully, if the weather's good in October, would be awesome. If not, I imagine we might end up back there again. Possibly. I don't know. Don't quote cool. me on that. I'm just just guessing, but yeah. So, just super awesome, man. Uh, it, it's great that Dreamwave is back, and it just feels just feels right again. So. Let's move on to Saturday, though. Me and AJ is going to be down at the Sweet Corn Circus with our independent promotion that we work for, um, Iron Spirit Pro. We're putting on a couple matches at, like I said, the Sweet Corn Circus. It's a free event. Uh, We just got the map not long ago. There is a ton of vendors going to be out there. The weather looks like it's going to be great. Um, Yeah, so if you're in the area of normal Illinois, come see us. Come check us out. We're going to be selling tickets to the September 10th event going on at the Connie Lee Theater, um, for Theater uh, at a, like, pre-sale price. And, uh, you know, just come check it out, man. You know, if you got an idea of what Iron Spirit Pro is all about, you know, come check it out. We were just talking about Hart and Bauer. He's going to be there wrestling for us this weekend. We got Corn Boy coming back in, of course. We were just talking about Drip. Um, this, I think, AJ's, technically this is going to be Drip's, Iron Spirit Pro debut.
2: Nice. He's finally getting a match. Good. I'm looking forward to that cuz I I love Drip. He's he's fucking awesome and he's one of the funniest goddamn people he you is. will ever talk to. He's, he's got a great sense fucking, of humor, man. He is hilarious. Yeah. And uh, he's also super talented too. So I'm I'm super excited yeah. to see him in the ring.
3: Yeah, he's got a uh, he's got Black and Brave Academy graduate mm-hmm. and You know, like I said, he's always there setting up rings, always there. You know, he helps with everything, putting up, setting up, breaking down. You know, he showed up at at Iron Spirit Pro for over a year now, and I'm glad to see he's finally getting the spot on the cards. So, yeah, me uh, too. It's going to be cool, man. Looking forward to it. So, come on out. AJ is on commentary for the matches this weekend. I will be your ring announcer. Primo is going to. He's going to be ringing the bell from from Virginia to from start Virginia. the match. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So, um, we're going hey, if they gave me a hammer, work. I'd do it.
4: He's
2: <laughs> going to be sitting on his lazy duff. I like, the word, I like the word duff when people say duff instead of butt. It, I don't Ducous. know why it makes me laugh. My hiney? You're, you're yeah. took us. But Saturday,
3: the the corn circuit starts at 10 a.m. we mm-hmm. got to set the ring up early to be done by the time it starts. And then we come on at 1 o'clock. So, we're One going o'clock. between 1 and 2 o'clock Central Time. Come hang out, man. It's gonna be fun. It's free wrestling.
2: It's free. Yeah, free, free, free. And it's gonna we'll, be great. we'll also we'll also have a table set up, and we're we're gonna be at the far, uh, eastern end. We're like with the, if there is two main event stages, kind of on each side of the festival. We're one of them, and I think the Gamify Circus is on the other one, but I don't know that for sure. I'll check them out. But we're on the far east end, so come see us. Sounds good. All right, AJ, keep us rolling, man. Let's go into AEW. What happened this week? Ah,
3: not much. Well, by the time we hear this, we, uh, you know, got that big, uh, sort of a big match that's happening,
2: you know, or like right now, just happening, like right now, as we speak. And so Dynamite, we're going to start, of course, with CM Punk, because how could we not? You heard the uh, scathing heel promo at yeah. the beginning of our show. And of course, there's been just been nonstop talk on the old interwebs about, oh, this is how Punk really is and. Or he's got super major heat with Hangman Page, and and uh, because Hangman brought up the whole Colt Cabana thing, and blah 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 blah, and all that may be true. It may be a work. I don't know, Um, but it's awesome. It makes for awesome storytelling. So Punk, he's kind of riding the line, like his promo, like you you heard, is kind of riding the line between heel and and face. Which is where he should be. I don't think he should be straight face or whatever. So I look forward to this going forward. And uh he, you know, calls out Moxley and Moxley says the only reason he's back is for the money, which is always fine. <laughs> right, yeah. Um You're broke, that's the only reason he came back. Yeah. Which is, is <laughs> just categorically false because CM Punk is like a multimillionaire. Um but I loved <laughs> Like CM Punk's, you're not even going to be one. The best John that I beat in Chicago for a title. You're not even the best Kingston that I've. shared. You're the second best Kingston that I've shared a locker room with. I Third that best Eddie. Third best Eddie. Okay, yeah. who were the? So it's uh, Eddie Guerrero. It's got to be one. Yeah. Who's Eddie number two?
3: I'm gonna say Eddie Gilbert.
2: I, Eddie Gilbert. Yeah.
4: I saw somewhere it was Eddie Edwards, but Eddie know. Edwards. Okay,
2: yeah, that would work too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, the promo was awesome and Punk has a good, or Moxley has a good point and Punk has a good point. So I I, I don't care. I don't care if it's a work. I don't care if it's a shoot. Uh, it's just on fire. So it's going to be awesome. Um, next thing I want to talk about is my favorite segment of the entire week in wrestling is the Daniel, Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia match. They had a two out of three falls match and it's how these matches go. You know, Daniel Garcia gets the first fall. Then Brian Danielson gets the next two. And it was fantastic. Like it, yeah. he is Brian Danielson is putting a shine on Daniel Garcia right now. And, um, I loved it. And then I loved at the end where Brian Danielson does his, you know, offers the hand in a show of respect and Daniel Garcia's is going to take it. And then Jericho attacks him from behind and, yeah. Um, Daniel Garcia is of course a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society which never fit him like everyone always knew sure, it doesn't fit him at all you know what does fit him is the Blackpool Combat Club so Daniel Garcia comes to Brian Danielson's aid he throws, he shoves Jericho off and Jericho you know gets in his face and like is pointing at him stuff and Daniel Garcia slaps his hand so it was a great little face turn for Daniel Garcia how the fuck about that
3: yeah, yeah, that was, that was, uh, so, I mean, and just,
2: it's just how he, how
3: is he going to get to the BCC, right? Like, you know, how are we going to get there? So it's kind of cool little story here, um, uh, to see how they're going to get him over to that. So, I mean, yeah, it's time. The, this other thing they were doing with him wasn't working. This will work. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's more of his genre. Yeah, it is. And I think it's going to be awesome. So i he's not a that sports
3: can... entertainer,
2: he's not no. a on the mic guy. No, he's a a wrestler. Yeah, he's a technical wizard type. Um, So the next segment I want to talk about is just because it's hilarious to me. Well, first of all, Ricky Steamboat was there. And you know Ricky Steamboat. He has everything. He does. He's What does he have? What does he have? What does he have? Uh, He's Asian. Yes! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Girls love him. Guys want to beat him. He's tan. He's Asian. Yeah, yeah. so we have we have the varsity blondes versus the gun club. So we have my boy Griff Grifferson and then my boy fucking Billy Gunn, and then we have my boy Max Caster in in this segment. And I was like, oh, I hate all this so much. Um speaking of, you were you saw Max Caster wrestle this
3: weekend. Has your Opinion changed of him. We didn't get a chance to talk to him, but has your opinion changed of him? Did he seem funny? He was oh, you know, absolutely scissoring everybody.
2: So he seemed he seemed like because again we didn't get to talk to him directly, but we were watching him. Like we didn't want to like, go up and be like oh mixcaster. So he was like before the show he was like wandering around and talking to people and and uh, he was genuinely like funny and he seemed like a really really nice guy. Uh, Shane he, talked to him. Yeah, Shane talked to him and said. That exactly. It was like just super, super nice guy. Um, he did do a little rap in, in the show, which his mic didn't work for half of it. So it kind yeah, of lost, yeah, yeah. lost its effect. Um, but yeah, no, I, he's, he seems great. Like, I, I, I'll take back what I said about Max Caster because
3: he, he had a nice little meet and greet before the show. He did. He was at the Dreamwave show we were at this weekend. Yes. Um, yeah, he did a little uh, a rap on the mic. It didn't work well, but Mm-mm. he did put over the local pizza joint that was. He um, did. You know, Lou Lagratos. Yeah, he said, I'm like Lou Lagratos and you're like Domino's. Domino's. You know, yeah. like, you know, he was, you know, ripping on, um, uh. Shoot, I can't remember who he wrestled now. It's already been... uh oh, he wrestled uh, Eric I, Cannon. It was Eric Cannon. Eric Cannon. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, okay, cool. So, a little, little bit more of a, uh, you know, I did try to, you see, I did send a video to Primo that I tried to get AJ to say yo and listen. Oh, he yeah, when I was sitting he there. He still like... wouldn't budge. But, so we're working on him here, but no, nah, he, Max was a real baby
2: face that night. He yeah, was he was, and he was a, a classy guy and he, he, he did break through my stony exterior just a yeah. little bit.
3: We watched him. He, he put his headphones and chain on the little, girls little, and little girl, little girl. Yeah. And, you know, and the boys he was scissoring with and stuff. It was funny, man. He, yeah, he was good. He was good.
2: Yeah, he was, he was definitely good. Uh, it was, it was good to have him there. Um, but in this, he says scissor me, big daddy, and or scissor me, daddy ass. There we go.
3: Yeah,
2: oh, wait, no, that was uh, Anthony Bowen's. Anyways, they scissor okay. Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn's a face now, sure. Um, and then the final thing I, I want to talk the about the gun
4: club turned on him,
2: <laughs> right. yes, they did. So I'm gonna skip ahead all the way to the trio's title tournament qualifier or final. So we have, <laughs> which is the dumbest name ever. La facion, Which means, you know, the, the ingovernable faction. <laughs> the ingovernable <laughs> so faction. Stupid. Uh, but, nobles. Um, but it's versus the, the elite. And everyone was like, oh, who's it going to be? Who's everyone knew it was Kenny Omega. And out comes Kenny Omega. And he might be 100%. He might actually be ready to go. But that's not the story they're telling right now. He the story they're telling toy, is, is yeah. that is Kenny Omega is still he's not one hundred percent he doesn't know if he can recover fully. Um, there, what they did is they positioned him as basically the top babyface in the company right now. Uh, but I do, we'll get to his off-air promo in a second because the actual match it was great to have Kenny Omega back. It was so cool, yeah. And it was so cool with him with the Young Bucks and. Um, so, I, I was I was
3: glad to see him back. Yeah, you know, he he's he's part of AEW man, so I feel yeah. like he needs to be
2: there. And yeah, it was cool. I I, I was glad to see him back. Um, it was a, it was a really good match. And so afterwards, um, this wasn't aired, but if you you know are on any kind of internet, you saw this promo. Um, or Kenny Omega after the match got on the mic and he basically addressed everyone. He was like, you know, thank you everyone. I love everyone here. And. He was like, as long as this isn't airing, I'm going to say anything. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a good guy. I'm still going to cheat to win. Like, I'm going to do what I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that he was like, "I one of my favorite things to do is come out here and perform for you fellows. Like, he calls the crowd fellows. fellows like he's so yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> um, so, it was cool. It was a cool promo. It was really, really good to have Kenny Omega back.
4: I like how, like how the Bucks were like, don't forget that you guys have been booing us for the last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Dudes, uh,
2: Matt Jackson came up and was like, uh, you guys have been booing us for a year. Don't cheer us now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Cheers now also, big. I wanna go back to that match where yeah, whenever, really so he was doing <clears throat> Omega was doing the Terminator <laughs> tap and getting ready to do a, a like a suicide dive, but that was got that got interrupted. But then uh Rush and Andrade set Omega up on the guardrail and Dragon Lee did that dive through the ropes into In, the crowd.
2: Yeah. Insane.
4: That was sick.
2: Yes. Dangerous but safe at the same time. I
4: was like, holy shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Fun was to pan. watch. Yeah, it was.
4: I I I know I, I don't remember what I think I texted you guys. I'm not sure. I don't remember if I did it or not, but I I was just like it was the, I thought the whole show was good. And mm-hmm. I that trios match, I, I there was a couple of moments where I like wasn't breathing because I was holding yeah. my breath. It was yeah.
2: it was it was a fantastic match. Uh, um well, I'm sorry, go ahead. And that's all I got for Dynamite, really. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, yeah, I was just gonna rewind about two things. Um CM Punk. You, you know, all these there's a tons of you know, reports, a lot of you know, people saying, you know, Punk's starting to act up again, you know, this kind of stuff. So, you know, um, with the, the apparent call out of Page that wasn't planned, wasn't part of the script, yada, yada. Do you think this is good or bad for AEW when, you know, when he does stuff like this? Is like, Got oh, it. Punk's going off the mic, going off, you know, on a little tangent.
2: People might get interested,
3: or is it kind of like, oh, hope you don't start acting like that again.
2: I think it's good because look at how much that was highlighted throughout the uh, the week. Like they people have been talking about it all week long. Sure, it's it's kept AEW in people's mouths. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's good, and it's not a surprise that like there's by all reports Phil Brooks the guy. Is kind of a an asshole. Like yeah, that's that, that's that's. I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
3: We don't know him personally, but a lot of no. people have maybe said that about him. or Yeah, something, that he's, or he's like a, that he might have. He might be a hard guy to deal with.
2: Yes, that you know? he's a he's a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I like mean, but Michael Jordan was a bit of an asshole. It's like if you're at that level, you can't yeah. not be an asshole. Sure. Like. Say the, sure.
4: the best usually have gigantic egos.
2: Yeah, and yeah. and and. Rightly so, I feel like. So they had to have known that that they it's not like when Tony Khan signed CM Punk that he was like, oh, CM, This isn't the CM Punk of old. Yes, it's still Phil Brooks. He's still the same guy. He's just also CM Punk. who was fantastic. So, I mean, I can't say that it was a surprise or that. So, yeah. My last thing for Dynamite was was
3: Omega. Like, I, I love that he's back. It's a nice little jolt in the arm for AEW, you know, if, you know, possible another title contender, like, you know, if, if he's, if he's healthy enough, I'd love to see Punk Omega. Oh my God. Like I'm like, you know, like I like the possibility. So, you know, so yeah. So I'm glad to see Omega back to just, just for, like, I feel like a lot's happened since he's been gone. Kind of a so, lot has happened. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, the matchups is what I like to see.
2: Um, I also liked when they were introducing Kenny Omega, like the the list of accolades <laughs> yes. that the they North had America to or the rattle line off. Line or something. Yeah, I know. That was yeah. right. That was so cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, Dynamite. Unless you guys have anything else. That's it for me. Got some Rampage for you. So, Rampage, I don't have much for Rampage. Cause, yeah, uh, just a little. Yeah, the the whole hook thing was not great. Like it was it was fine, but eh. Where uh, the reality star? Uh Yeah. Whatever what's his fucking name what's your is. name's boyfriend. Um Jersey Shore? Yeah, Zach Clayton? Yeah. Nah, no, no thanks. Don't yeah. care.
3: He's the boyfriend of somebody from Jersey Shore show. Sure. I see that's I had no idea.
2: But um I had no idea who he was.
3: Uh uh Wow. It's Jay Wells. Sure. Girl. Okay, there you go.
2: Anyway. Um the only other thing I want to talk <laughs> about is the other um, Is it really? I guess. I don't know. I don't know.
3: Let's with the other My My chick watched a lot of reality shows, man. Day, sure, I mean, yeah. I'll I'll sure.
2: Bank on this. Hey, I ain't, this. I'm not hating. Back in the day I watched my fair share of Jersey Shore. Sure. I'm I am very proud to say I've never seen a single second. Of Jersey yeah. Short.
4: Oh yeah, I—I I, my guilty pleasure is trash TV.
2: Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, fine. Um, but really, the only thing I wanted to talk about on this particular episode is the other trios championship tournament qualifier or quarterfinal, and that's the Trustbusters who are um, Ari Davari, mm-hmm. Parker Bordeaux, and Slim J, and they took on Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta. And the only ta- reason I want to mention this is because it was an uh, trios championship quarterfinal match. Um, yeah. Best Parker
3: friends, were, the guy from used to be with Joe Gacy. Harlan, right? yeah. yeah,
2: Harlan Burdard, I
3: Still
4: yeah. don't.
2: I, yeah, yep, yeah. See, still, I same. Didn't really care, and I don't care about the best friends at this point. Like I just don't care. Um, Dan Housen showed up at one point. That was funny, but apart from that, I didn't really care
3: uh Miro Miro's back but his yeah. his new trunks are a little questionable
2: yeah what's uh, what's with those
3: yeah I don't know I don't know they they don't look manly to me like I don't <laughs> know if he's trying to go metro or you know what I mean or like I don't know I just couldn't I couldn't dig him. I couldn't kind of couldn't take him seriously with those but, yeah, that's uh, that's why um, I didn't uh yeah really
2: mention it much yeah
3: um Orange, Cassidy, once again, closing the show with a win. I mean, he's he's good. They're
2: doing something here, right? He just needs to change up the gimmick. and Yeah,
3: doing something here.
2: But that's all I
3: got for Rampage.
2: Yeah, that's uh, all I got, too. Primo,
3: let's roll on to Impact, brother. Are <laughs> you playing with your nipples? They feel good, <laughs> that kind of, yeah, kind of shirt.
4: <clears throat> on to Impact. Rasslin, we'll get through this quickly. Alex Shelley, Chris Saban and Kushida are now calling themselves collectively the time machine The they so not Mercedes machine guns or time splitters, but the time, time machine.
2: machine. I mean, I get it. Clever.
4: Yeah. There was a cool fate of four match four way match between black Tarus, where he defeated. Excuse me. There was a cool Fatal of four way match where black Tarus defeated Trey Miguel Laredo kid and Ray Oris. The coolest part of impact was the main event six way number one contenders match to decide who goes to bound for glory to contend for Josh Alexander's World Championship. Uh, The match was between Eddie Edwards, Moose, Steve Macklin, Sammy Callahan, Bandito and Ritz Swan. Nice. The winner and new number one contender that will challenge Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory is Eddie Edwards.
2: CM Punk's second favorite. I know uh, you're hoping for Sammy. I
3: was, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, man, he uh, Josh needs a heel. Sammy's good. They have wrestled each but, other a ton. But, but Sammy's you know.
4: kind of working face right now against me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're going.
4: So moving on to NWA power. Uh, Chris Chris Adonis defeated Chris Caprice.
1: <laughs> Chris <laughs> Adonis men.
4: defeated Chris Caprice Coleman. I still it up. With a master lock, which by the way, like I guess Chris Masters was the first one to do the master lock, but now Bobby Lashley does the Hurt Locker. So they both do the same move. Anyway. <laughs> same. Matt Cardona says he is going to be taking back what's his. And Trevor Murdoch says he is bringing hell with him at NWA 74. How about that? Oh,
3: bringing hell.
4: Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Murdoch He's going to bring oh, hell Lord.
3: with him. Oh, Lord. Hope he don't bring the devil.
4: <laughs> sure. And in the main event, the Commonwealth <laughs> Connection defeated the Spectacular's in the main event. Spectacular. I said that twice. Main event. Three times.
3: Spectacular resistance.
4: Spectacular. Yeah. French
3: tickler. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: I gotta get Renee the police. There it is. I know. I love him so much. Primo always looks like he's doing the crab dance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cause somebody get me Rene Dupree. Hey, assistant, get Rene Dupree on the
2: line. Let's get him. Rene Dupree. Thank you. I'll, I'll call him right now.
3: I was so
4: mad, yeah, real quick. I remember this is before I joined the military, but I was still like so like patriotic. And sure. I remember how they turned Rob Conway to Robert Conway, <laughs> like, and he was like, like a soldier, an American soldier in the audience. Yeah, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" As a teenager, oh, God. they totally got.
3: Him. Oh, all right, Mark got him. Yo, yeah,
2: Mark. Great.
4: Anyway, that's NWA Power. Uh, <laughs> and, all right, and let's actress. move
3: on to WWE, boys. What's that show that comes on on Friday nights, Primo? That would be Smacking It Down. That's right, and we are live from Montreal, Quebec, Canada for this Ooh. one, boys. The 12th, excuse me, 1,200th episode. Does that yeah. seem pretty wild, huh? 1,200 episodes yeah. of SmackDown. Hey, I probably yeah, watched every one of them. I'm
4: surprised they didn't come out with a DVD, th- DVD thing. Well, I guess they yeah. don't do that anymore. I know back in the day, like I had Raw's 25th anniversary DVD collection. I had... yeah. Uh, SmackDown 1000, like I had, I remember I used to collect all the. Uh, I just put it DVDs, on the network now. DVDs, yeah.
3: Um, though, so, but, um, the Canadian crowds are always pretty hot. This one seemed pretty good early, um, but Canadians to kind of lead hot. off the show, what's that? The so Canadians can be hot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they can be. They can be hot, eh? all right right, you hosers so we started off the show with ronda rousey she gets arrested for uh not leaving after asking to be reinstated she kind of hijacked the show like she's been doing lately coming out of the crowd you know that kind of stuff so so she gets walked out um toxic attraction uh, i guess uh, inadvertently kind of gets to make their SmackDown debut. They end up beating Natalya and Sonya to advance in the women's tag team tournament that they're having. But report comes out later that Gigi Dolan got hurt. So mm. they're going to have like a second chance match to get a replacement. Yada, yada. But once again, here we are Natty putting over new talent. As she's, usual. The,
2: she's the Dolph Ziggler of, or she the does. Miz of new people.
3: Um, Hit Row took out maximum male models and then did a rap rap song that I could not have fast forward my DVR quick enough through it was so fucking awful it, I mean it literally sucked like they got to they got to work
2: on this like it I just, want,
3: yeah like yeah. if it if it flows and it's good I'll you know hey you
2: know but this one's a good yeah I want Hit Row to be fired again <laughs> I do, they're Shit, bro. Oh, my God. that this, They were painful. Like, they're, yeah, this, they're painful to watch. I'm not a oh, – nope. Yeah, no, no. This
3: was good. Um, right now, I mean, when they say, who better than Top Dollar? Everybody. Yeah, not everybody. <laughs> <gonna do that. laughs> right now. So, I, I but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, new iteration, no Shane. So, you know, we'll, we'll give it time like we always do. Uh, uh-huh. shit Seamus is your new number one contender for the IC title at the Clash at Ooh. the Castle. What do you think about that match? Why? Gunther, why Seamus? Why got the Seamus? Because it's,
4: it's going to be a hard UK. ass hit match. Oh
2: yeah, they're yeah. going to beat the balls off each yeah. other. But and they yeah. got so UK they gotta, guys.
4: They got to rip that. Yeah, the UK thing. But also, yeah. it's
3: going to be a brawl.
2: Oh, yeah. they're going to they're going to mash each other's faces in.
3: Their 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 chests are going to be. Hamburger
2: Harper. meat. Yes. Oh, yeah. A bunch, a couple of pasty Europeans they, beating the yeah, fuck out are. of each other. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually
3: happy to watch that match on a Saturday. Oh, yeah yeah. Like,
2: yeah. yeah. It's going to be a good match. Yeah. yeah to it.
3: Um, Liv beat Shotzi, but then was uh, attacked by Shayna Baszler to kind of, you know, forward their Shayna Baszler. Um, all right. So main event, boys. Drew and Roman face off as they are pumping up the show. Um, the match at Clash of the Castle because uh, I don't think Roman's going to be on next week for the go home SmackDown before they um uh, uh, been there. But anyway, Roman uh, has been the champion for 723 days.
2: Jesus Christ, that's How getting boring. There.
3: And I, I think I did the math like way that when they were talking to, to today. So today would be 723. On Wednesday, August 24th, would be 723. Um, so that's 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 impressive, man. Like that's that's legit. I'm getting I'm man. getting bored. Um, they end up brawling, of course. As Hammy Sane uh, takes a claymore for Roman when he kind of pushes him out of the way and takes one, but then uh, Roman ends up taking one too. Uh, Drew stands tall with the belts as SmackDown goes off clash is a week from saturday during the day i think it comes on at like 12 central one o'clock eastern time mm-hmm. be up, something like that yeah
2: so yeah, six hours ahead of us yeah so you're starting
3: to get a little bored with roman yeah true. yeah I'm not yet because I they're am. doing it well they're doing it well i think
4: yeah i like it still mm. yeah. I, mean, I really like just
2: a little bored i'm not like boo boo but i'm just like okay <clears throat> right. like I'm waiting on that formidable opponent to step up where I go. oh, there, uh, yeah, all right. which, like you know, is that and that's what could it be Cody Rhodes at Rumble, probably. I mean, I, don't I know. mean,
4: I've said all along who I want to beat him for the championships. It's not any secret. So so I, I, I still want, I
3: still want Seth Rollins to do
2: it. Mm. And I want they're Shinsuke. just not going to do that. Yeah. I want Shinsuke Nakamura to do it. Uh, I would just like that. to see
3: somebody that hadn't been champ before. Uh,
2: see, that's put up, put up a good make story it make and, sense though. Yeah, see, was somebody my, my, who's
4: never been yeah. champ going to beat the like one of the best champions in the past 23 right. years,
2: yeah. Cody yeah. Rhodes. See, and yeah. I get that the appeal of Cody Rhodes beating Roman, but mm-hmm. it's not like Cody Rhodes is an up and comer. He's he's not, mm-hmm. I mean, Cody Rhodes is one of the most famous wrestlers in the world already, yeah. he has been for a decade.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. that' like, I I'm not getting bored with it yet cuz I think they're doing it well. You know, uh, you know, I don't want the bloodline to kind of lose their clout yet.
4: I thought yeah. the little interaction between Sammy and Roman backstage was hilarious. Yeah, it
2: was good. It was see, good. If, if they throw stuff like that in all the time. Well, sure. cuz Sammy Zane is just amazing. He is money. He yes. is man. Yeah, he's good.
3: All right, so Raw, we're in Toronto, Canada. Home to Edge and Trish Stratus. I that exclusive shirt. I saw it in the crowd. Sure did. (laughs) Uh, Right off the bat, Seth Rollins and Riddle are brawling all over the arena as uh, the show comes on. And then Trish Stratus comes out, gets her a little hometown pop. Bailey and her crew come out and interrupt her. And then um, Asuka, Alexa, and Bianca come out to support Trish basically to help set up their match at class at the castle and then Dakota and Ido end up beating Oscar and Alexa to advance to the finals of the women's uh, tag team tournament so that's how that one's kind of uh, I think we all kind of agreed it kind of makes sense to put the titles on the the new kids here you know mm-hmm. give them a little block. I don't they have a name yet Cloud Yeah they don't have a name yet do they
4: Like that faction the yeah. Vader faction
2: uh, I thought it was like control or something. I like
4: feel, she kept saying control, oh. and I thought that's what it was going to be, but they haven't established it.
2: No. Yeah. Um, yeah. can we also talk really quick about how much I dislike? I just want to do that. So. <laughs> I, of course, I, 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 I cannot get on board with her. Every time they give her the mic, I'm like, uh, like with I get who? Bianca Belair. Oh. Who's the the other Funkadactyl that? Girl, uh uh, Cameron, uh-uh. Cameron? Oh, okay. Cameron, she she every time she talks, I get Cameron vibes from her.
3: Girl,
2: uh uh-uh. uh, or the who was the girl that was like, I'm gonna be the next undefined Divas champion? Like, that's it, reminds me, uh, Alicia, yeah. Alicia Fox. Fox, yeah. She's yeah. I, I think she's, I think she's smoking, <clears throat> well, she is, but um. Bianca Belair, I just she it does seem gorgeous. a lot
3: of the same when she gets on it. Like you know, I can't oh, see. you say you're going to do this. Well, you know, I'm going to do that. Yeah, she I mean, has uh, a
4: template yeah. for a promo. Yeah,
2: yeah. I but it's I can't stand it. I can't. You, every time they know, give her the mic, I'm like,
3: Ugh. you don't do the the bestest, the fastest, the
2: roughest, the toughest, the you know, the, <laughs> the EST, EST of and, the WWE. Which yeah. I I have always hated that gimmick. I'm just I'm not. You don't player. go here. You don't go here. I'm i just not a fan here. not a fan of her at all. Right. Uh um,
4: I, like, I like her. Uh like I don't mind her. I think she is incredibly gifted and um she's the now and future. Like she's it. Eh. And I think that her and Becky carried the women's division over the last year. So I, it's like
2: see I will agree with that. Only take her out and just say Becky. Becky Kill in this division <laughs> for the best yeah. All right, so um
3: speaking of Shush, uh <laughs> <the> <laughs> Elf Academy does the open challenge, oh, and then of That's course it. Kevin Owens comes out and gets a huge pop. Huge uh, pop. And and he came out with the old prize fighter outfit on the black sure with the old yeah. KO shirt. Love Seems it. like he's going back to that old gimmick, which I love, I'm excited about kind of going on uh a little bit of a tear here so this was this was kind of fun to watch it's a good spot and i see him uh you know they're talking about him getting back into dominating form and Mm -hmm. that kind of shit so this is going to be good kind of perfect place to do it um speaking of bailey i I still can't get on with her gear here um she had had her pockets she had her first. yeah she got like the little suspenders suspenders that that she's not using as suspenders
4: I don't. Yeah.
2: I don't care. I love Bailey. She can be like, okay, no, yeah. I, I, I she can love wear her. Whatever girl, yeah. she wants.
1: <laughs> yeah. I Don't care. Yeah. That's I the
2: only them. thing gripe I have is that her is her gear is kind of no. weird right now. But I will. I will look at Bailey all day long. I do not care.
3: So funny spot, boys. The Miz gets dragged out of the <laughs> arena by. I guess who are they calling him? Dexter Loomis. I, I really know? hope so. Yeah, they've uh, said Dexter Loomis this whole time. Thank okay. God. Doing uh, his match with. Champa versus Lashley and AJ Styles. Well, I noticed they didn't really they didn't say it last night on or they didn't say it on Raw on Monday. At least I didn't hear them say Dexter Loomis because it was like they they stopped short of saying it. At least Corey did. Were they trying? But, to be so he like, was on NXT, NXT the very night first night he showed up. For the very well, first night, yeah. Wait, nice were they Christmas
2: trying day. to be like, oh, who's this mystery villain? Like, because like, he's Dexter? on
3: NXT on, on Tuesday and. It, they said Dexter. So uh, yeah, that was the show he was on. But then,
5: um,
2: I yeah. love that he just stared at the camera. The <laughs> yeah, as time he backed he up. It.
3: Right? I know he's like, yeah. as he like <laughs> backed up. That was funny. Um, Good job on Miz for getting right. choked out and walking ah, backwards. Yeah. All right. Let's get this horse shit over with. So coming back from commercial break, <laughs> yeah. Johnny Boring is back.
4: He comes out. <laughs> I feel it.
3: Basically, oh my God! Give him his credit. Basically yeah. reintroduces himself, names all of his accolades, Johnny and uh, I think I was asleep already by the time he I watched was this back twice. I, I'm not sure, but um, but anyway, now Johnny Gargano's back. He has signed with WWE. It was kind of a weird, like they didn't have him interrupt anybody. Or, it was a legit you know, surprise. It was yeah. just come right back from uh, from a commercial, but yeah, and here's Johnny Gargano. You know, it was a duck fart to me.
4: The whole thing when with Austin Theory was funny. Uh, see, nope, was, I see, no, I hated
2: it. I hated it.
3: That was kind of funny because they touched on the way. The way, you know, yeah, the, the way. Do, yeah. do the high yeah.
2: five. Do the high five. Do the high five. Let's do
3: it. Let's do it. Yeah, we gave him a super he kick. He had
4: a nice super kick too. Yeah. you can tell yeah. he's. You can tell he learned a lot from Sean.
3: This I, is what uh, I don't like about this, though. You know. Some yeah. some of Triple H's boys I like, but some of them I don't. Johnny's one of them. I don't want to so, see him
2: when any kind of title. I'm not gonna go all the way to agree with you, but I will say that I did not care that Johnny Gargano's back. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, sure. Whatever. Um But you I don't I don't hate him. But I was just like, eh, whatever.
4: You know sure. what's interesting? Mm-hmm. And not many people are talking about it. Like there's been like little, little, little squeaks about it. But Johnny Gargano showed up after commercial break. And Austin Theory comes in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. But right before that commercial break, Dexter Loomis and uh Dexter Loomis was there. Ciampa was there. Chompa is his old DIY partner. Dexter Loomis and Theory are both in the way with him. So this, mm-hmm. all these people that he's associated with were within, like, the last five minutes before he showed
3: up. <laughs> Has plus, some connections. Plus, yeah. The,
2: yeah. plus the Miz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Now, once again, I'm going to say this. It's not a knock on his ability. I'm just not a fan. I just think he's he's Johnny Wrestling, and, you know, I just I, – I, I don't get it with him. Great wrestler, though. Great wrestler. I, I think my favorite iteration of Johnny was with DIY, but, you know, oh, yeah. out, out – because I'm such a Chompa fan, you know, and I like that because they're buddies, but, but outside of that, man, he just could never sell me on, you know, like, I, I like my wrestlers to have a little bit of a gimmick, you know, he's just, a, you know, he's just a technical wrestler, you know, I mean, he wins, he's when he wins everywhere he goes. So, you know, but to me, he's just technical wrestler. And then like, it was just when he did have like that little bit of a heel turn, like he just, like I don't know, it was mm-hmm. like he couldn't really sell me on it, but you know, we'll see. New, new regime, new. You know, I, it just scares me that Triple H is 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 he's one of those Triple H's guys. What? Yeah, he he,
4: he got the crowd to chant baby wrestling because you know Johnny wrestling, did, wrestling. He has a new baby, and he got true. He he got that chant
2: over. That's yep. funny. That did that was pretty funny actually. Then, the
3: greatest thing I've seen all night, boys. AJ, get the trophy ready because fucking Kurt Angle's on Raw next week, baby. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see Kurt on there. Well, I hope he does some kind of spot or something.
2: When was the be last great. time we saw Kurt? Uh, it was live. It's right now, right here in his home. When yeah. he was in my house? Do you, no, it's here. He's home. <laughs> I guess yes, they
3: don't. It. They'll tell us it's, how long it's been since Kurt's been on. They'll be like, "Oh, it's been
5: just camouflage."
3: You know, they're like, "Oh, it's been so many years or so many." <laughs> it's
2: been you like, know. when did he? When did he lose to Baron Corbin? Was it
4: a WrestleMania?
2: It was a Mania. Like, I think two it was WrestleManias ago. Two three WrestleManias yeah. ago. No, it had to be th- at least two or at least three because two three, years three ago
4: was- cause two was COVID.
2: Yeah. 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 Well before that. Well, we have these things called computers.
3: This would be cool. It sounds like uh it's going to be a one-off. It doesn't sound like it's going to be in kind of a run, but we'll see.
4: Oh, well, yeah, he's done.
3: He's kind of with, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean a run as far as like you know he can be a GM or something like that. I don't mean wrestling. I know he's I mean, done he, wrestling. I, he, but can, he might he not be done as like a you know being an on-screen character.
2: He has to move his neck like Batman.
4: Yeah. He yeah. does. He, he, yeah. he just wrestling. had double knee surgery. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. Uh, it's Mania 35, by the way. 3-3. Uh... Yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. cool. Main event on Raw, boys. As advertised, Edge comes out, gets a pretty good darn pop, as uh, um, and then he proceeds to beat Damian Priest in what I thought was a pretty good match. And, man, I enjoyed this, both DC. these guys. I thought this match – elevated Damien here because like his selling was great I thought you know looked like they might have rehearsed a lot of this match so it looked very looked uh, pretty smooth for the most part so um, outside of this you know being Edge's kind of revenge back on Damien I thought this was uh, pretty cool uh, post match Judge Judgment Day attacks Edge and then uh, crazy Beth Phoenix gets in with a chair and <laughs> makes the save
2: <laughs> yeah with a chair Oh,
4: old Betty Phoenix Saving yeah. her, saving her man. That's right. Crazy eyes too. Uh, I sure. mean, I like that though. You know, don't yeah. don't mess with her man. Right. Um.
2: And,
3: Rhea but, uh, Rhea Beth match maybe. I
2: yeah. I wish Beth was still in her prime because Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix, like Beth in her prime, would have been a fantastic
3: match. Well, I tell you this, I know you're not on Instagram, AJ, but Beth works out. She's doing something. Looks so like she's working towards something to me.
4: Um. <clears throat> good. Also, was a big fan of Edge's uh, th- Canadian-themed gear.
3: I liked him too. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. the old
4: red and white. Yeah, and very he had the leaves Storm on his knees.
3: On yep, yep. Yeah. I thought it was cool too. Yeah, I like. I like, the,
4: the, I like theme gear.
3: I like the uh, the new haircut, and I like this new little version of him. Man, this is cool. And then, so as you reported earlier, Primo, he talked about after the show went off that he hopes maybe in a perfect world another year they'll come back to Toronto and he can say goodbye. So if it's a farewell tour here for the last year, be kind of cool. Uh It's kind of cool now. Cause it kind of makes me want to like, you know, you don't really know when people are going to come and go, but you know, it makes you kind of, Oh, okay. Well, he's thinking about maybe a year being done. So kind of makes you appreciate it a little more. So yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see some cool Edge matches we haven't seen on his way he out. Also
4: showed, Edge's documentary was also on A&E on Sunday. How was it? It was good. Very good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I mean, I like all of them.
3: Are those, um, an, are those an hour long? Two are they hours. longer? They're two hours. Two
4: hours. Oh. uh I think it's an hour 30 with, without commercials because you can fast yeah. forward. Sure. Um, however, I enjoyed it a lot. Um like i do well it's just biographies just my thing I, li- I like them sure um also i did i was talking last week about all the biographies they've shown i didn't mention they also showed lex luger and that was a good one
2: Ah, uh, but lex luger's outcome is so tragic
1: We're all dead, right
3: but, yeah so you- you guys, got anything else for Raw or
2: SmackDown
3: before I run over a few
2: NXT notes? Uh, Finn Balor got the win over Dolph Ziggler. Sure did. That's all I sure got did. for that. That is a so, statement that I just made.
3: He's like, uh, well, they well, they called each other a kid or something. And he's like, you can't teach me nothing or something. Yeah,
2: both yeah. veterans. They made it. Yeah. They made that <laughs> yeah. clear. Yeah, you know, they're like the same age. They're both like <laughs> right. late, yeah. they're both like in their late thirties, like.
3: All right, so NXT, so as we talked about, NXT UK is going away. It's going to be NXT Europe. So, sounds like for the time being, they are going to have this pay-per-view called NXT Worlds Collide. And right now, right off the top, they announced that in two weeks at Worlds Collide, Taylor Bate and Braun Breaker are going to unify the NXT and NXT UK titles. Cool. All right, so... I got a little something. Let's 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 debate it. I think it's time to have the Braun Breaker talk. Okay. He's not the guy.
2: He's not the nope. guy. Nope. They gave him a shot and I like yeah. Braun Breaker. I do. Yeah. But no. No. He's he's, not. he's
3: he's not the guy. Um I just
2: don't think he's getting over very well. No. And he's he's not the guy in the same way that Rick Steiner was not the guy. Like it's the same same situation. Like yeah. he's great. So, he's great, but he's yeah. not a top guy.
3: But do they make, you know,
2: do you see, I mean, who, who, who
3: do you see winning this match?
2: Ta- Tyler, they going to put the titles on Braun. Tyler Bate? I ho- it's going to be Braun, but I hope it's <clears throat> Tyler Bate because I really like Tyler Bate.
4: I think it's going to be Braun, obviously, just because of logistics. But yeah. um, personally, yeah. I think it's a tragedy.
2: Do those, you, like,
3: those those UK title belts are so beautiful. They are nice, man.
4: Yeah,
2: they they yeah. absolutely yeah.
3: are. I'm big fans of them too. They look they look awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's just time to make another move, whether it's another pivot till they get to another. But I don't know, man. Braun just ain't getting over. You talk about a a repetitive promo. Yeah, his, yeah. his rebuttals to promos from people are repetitive and you know i don't and you know i don't know i mean just i just don't think he's got much charisma to be honest i don't you know in this you know certain uh time right now so you know i i think he might be good dropping the title to somebody else but anyway but we'll get back to that i just want to see if you guys kind of agree with me or not on that but yeah i um, do yeah it just feels like it's time to move on with him but um, we got a debut of the Grayson Waller Effect show. Voila, voila! Thank you. Yep. Voila. Um, voila. Apollo Cruz was on, and which um, <laughs> weird—I
2: I forgot he was a thing.
3: Yeah, Paul Cruz. He ended up hitting Waller, so uh, that was kind of how that one um, went about. So mind blowing, uh, right here though, guys. Mandy Rose has been champion for three hundred and one days. Fantastic. Good for her. Almost a year she's made it. Yeah. Not too shabby. Not too shabby on her part, man. She's kind of coming to the role there a little bit. So, um, her segment for the NXT uh, Worlds Collide pay-per-view coming up is they're going to be unifying the women's NXT and women's NXT UK titles in a triple threat match with Mandy... Uh, uh, make Miko Satamora and Blair Davenport, which was a former Women's NXT UK uh, champion. So they're going to unify those. Um, I don't see Mandy losing here to any of these girls, but but then okay. So I talked about Dexter Loomis early. The no no showed... way to get rid of all the UK titles. They're doing the NXT Europe now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, like, ah, oh, you guys just take those home. And, you know, they're, they're, they're <laughs> yeah, they don't work anymore. Um, so Dexter Luma shows up to save a depressed Indy Hartwell. She loses a match, and she's sitting on the end of the apron, and she's, and she's kind of crying. And then so um, Dexter comes and grabs her. They go out, kiss no. each other. And then he gives her a note that says something like um, – uh, I'll be back. A, a, a note that says "bye" for now, basically, and mm-hmm. then you see the cops uh sh- showing up, and then they arrest him, right? So is this from Monday night when Miz, when he, you know, what I mean, like that's the only thing that ink leaks to that is when he, <laughs> when he, <laughs> he like kidnapped Miz. So <laughs> and then uh, so that was kind of funny, and then. The last thing was the Dyad beat legato el fantasma um then um without Santos Escobar and then the funny thing was as the show goes off a black Escalade pulls up it's is driving is Santos Escobar and and uh he said Are you guys ready and they go yeah and they all get in the uh i wasn't you know, gonna play. leave without you Vonos. all right so he's is uh, this is of- this like he's taking them to smackdown with him is that what's I going freaking on freaking that's, that's so. kind of what i got <laughs> right yeah so uh that's all i got man for wwe this week um uh yeah Bobby escobar
4: and uh i said that on purpose by the way and uh index for my two favorite parts of that uh and you talked about andre chase
3: I did not talk about Andre Chase now. Who's the, who, the, they, they? there's a new guy debuting, right? And he's like, what we have guy. right
0: now <laughs> is a teachable moment. Right. Yeah.
3: Like yeah Corey right. something yeah. Corey
4: Matthews or something. Yeah. Um, yeah guy. I don't know. Uh, I don't know his actual name, but yeah, he was like being real vicious towards the other students.
3: Veteran mm-hmm. Chase U, And so he's like, I don't want to be in Chase U, U anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But that was all I got, boys. So let's move on. It's time to get to the dropkick discussion of the week. Of the week. Of the, of week. Week. Of the, week. Of the week. week. Of the week. Of the week. Of the week.
2: Of the week. Of the week. Oh, I can do that. Maybe.
5: <laughs> of the week.
2: There we go. Hey guys, this is Mr. Havens, the Argyle
0: Assassin himself, giving him all the shivers. This is the one and only Mike Hartbauer.
1: This is Space Jesus, Billy Starks.
4: This is referee Dan Perch. What's up, bozos? This is Trevor Outlaw. You can address me as yours rudely and you're listening to the Sit Down Marks Podcast. You guys
0: are listening to Sit Down Marks Podcast.
1: You're listening to Sit Down Marks Podcast.
0: Come celebrate pro wrestling right here on the Sit Down Marks Podcast. With DB, Primo, and Aiden. With DB, Primo. And AJ. With Primo, DB, and AJ. And
3: you're listening to TV Primo, AJ here on the Sit Down Watch Podcast, the best podcast for professional wrestling. All right, so the next to last um, dropkick discussion for the month of August in AJ's favorite Intercontinental title matches. Today we're covering Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 10. This one took place March the 20th, 1994. Your boy was
5: um, about to have,
3: uh, was just shy of his 20th birthday here. So Good God. Yeah, so
2: 1994. AJ, take us through it, man. So, WrestleMania 10. This one took place in Madison Square Garden, in New West York City. City. Attendance of eighteen thousand and sixty five were in the garden to see this match little backstory about this particular match um first of all this wasn't the first ladder match ever uh they had them throughout like the 70s or 80s 90s whatever it's the first televised one though and leading up to the match they like during house shows and stuff razor and sean had like 10 different ladder matches just kind of like work out all the kinks and get everything down um So, it is for the Unified Intercontinental Championship. And that is because Shawn Michaels got into a bit of hot water. Um, Allegedly, he got suspended for substance abuse uh, and wellness violations. Allegedly. So, they had a tournament. Razor Ramon won and became the IC champ. And then Shawn Michaels came back and was like, nope, I'm still that. And he still had the belt. So there were two belts. And um, that is basically how we come to this match. Um, before the match kicks off, um, when they're making their entrances, I thought this was funny. Um, when they're coming out, they had the ladder, the one single ladder set up, like kind of in the middle. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels walks up to him. And he's like, nah. And he like walks around it. Yeah. Whereas Razor like, crab walks under cuz he has to crouch way the fuck down to get underneath the ladder. Sure. So he like so he like duck walk he like and it made me laugh cuz it's this giant guy right. squeezing underneath the ladder.
3: He worried about the bad luck. He goes right under that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um so on commentary, I'm just going to mention Vince McMahon mm-hmm. because he will play into my final rating of this match. Uh so Vince McMahon's on commentary and um. Yeah, that's basically it until the start of the match. you guys have anything before I run through this fucker? Primo, hey, you want to go?
5: <clears throat> I have only have two things. Robot, the... robot, robot. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: forgot. Uh, so.
1: <laughs>
4: I only have two things before the beginning of the match, and the first thing because it was irritate the shit out of me was what the hell is the cameraman doing during Razor's entrance? <sighs> like, I, I, like, he, like he was showing him, and then it was showing like the crowd. Like the guy dropped the camera or something. I think. He and might then have. back to Razor, and they did this super wide pan out of this tiny venue. And I'm just like, can we just keep it on Razor's? face as he comes to the ring
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah right and yep. then
4: that was my gripe on that but uh and then i just love the fact that mcmahon goes yeah in this match you can actually use the ladder against your opponent no fucking right. shit vince like what are yeah, you talking like, oh, about man. and compared to modern day that's like a thing
3: yeah. <laughs> right um my notes before the match started was uh the master square garden shows they always had short entrances i was never Very a fan sure. of that. yes me neither. Yeah. Like the rumble in. where Cena came back. Like, I thought it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it always yeah. seemed weird because... Yeah, it seems so entrance. much
2: tinier, right? It's and, like uh, a 10-foot entrance.
3: Yeah, it's just the way it's built, the way they have to load in. all Yeah, so. yeah when well, they
4: put that ladder right in the
3: fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, both these guys, obviously, you know, have iconic entrances. Um, cool seeing Sean with Diesel. Uh, the white pants of sean i think are
2: iconic i love yeah. those that's the yeah. best pants that the, grip, the best long boys yeah. that sean wears so yeah. Yeah, long on the boys. White
3: um how about vance ahead of his time saying that you know all, look at all the gold dripping off of he Razor's did dress.
4: oh i caught that too yeah i was like i that?
3: was like oh so razor was the original drip god the original drip god right there you boys <laughs> 1994 i was like yeah all right um yeah very ahead of his time kind of quote but um yeah and then the same thing like you know uh my ne- my last note was was uh i'd love to watch my boy walk to the ring here you know <laughs> yeah, <but nope>. <laughs> <laughs> you know like they got him going coming out from under the ladder and that's right. it kind of, you know i'm like Stop. but uh but yeah that's it uh to the start of the match
2: so funny you should mention camera angles and stuff because you know how they do those cool like runs like where the, the camera will be, be like way back and then they'll like zoom way in like on the action and stuff. Yeah. So they had an awesome one of those. They did. But then Earl Hebner fucking trips over the camera. <laughs> so it's right. Earl Hebner's stupid fucking face. This is like his <laughs> bunk. Yeah, like, where they come
3: right. right to the apron and he, he's like
2: comes over it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, Earl Hebner. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. So once the match starts, <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce all over the place here. Um... Obviously this is new people haven't seen this on TV before um, they immediately not immediately but you know once the ladder comes into play there are just so many innovative and again this has never been done before you know there's one time where you know Sean will slingshot off the ladder there's a spot where um, actually there's many spots where they hit each other with the ladder you know at one point, Razor dumps the ladder and Sean gets crotched. Uh, one of the most iconic splashes of all time happens when Sean goes up to the ladder and splashes off. And I was like, like, I remember watching this the first time I'm like, don't put force backwards. Otherwise the ladder is going to go and you'll pull a Jeff Hardy. But Sean did the smart thing. He like jumps up. So he like mm-hmm. barely clears the ladder on the way down. And when he splashes Razor, um, they do hit each other with the ladder quite a bit. And then at one point, the ladder looks like it's just going to break like it, it like bends. And I can't remember. It was probably Vince because he drove me nuts in this who was like, oh, they can't break the ladder. That's the only one. It's like, really, that's the only ladder that you have in the entire building. Like, it'll be fine if, if the ladder breaks. I'm sure there's another one like under the ring or something. Right. Um. Now getting to Vince. Oh, boy. He said the word unbelievable probably 50 times. In this 18-minute match. Every single thing. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Shawn Michaels is unbelievable! That match, that move, unbelievable! On a similar note. It was driving me fucking insane. Like, to the point where I got angry at the match. Um, However, back to the action inside the ring, Vince's unbearable commentary was overshadowed by just how awesome the actual match was. And when I was watching, I was trying to put myself into like 1994 because obviously ladder matches like we, we've we been spoiled with ladder matches. Now we've had some of the I mean, look at Mania, you know, X7 with the Dudleys and or Sean and or Sean Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys and you know, all these fantastic ladder matches. But none of that had ever been done before. So we'll just uh, skip right to the end here because there's all ladder spots and they're all awesome. So the ending is Sean tries to go up to reach the belts and Razor pushes the ladder over. So Sean gets, you know, puts his nuts right on the top rope and he like ties his leg up into the ropes, which allows Razor to set up the ladder and he starts climbing. But then Sean like frees himself too quickly from, from his leg being tied up in the rope spot. So then Sean being one of the best of all time then ties his arm up. Like he like flops over the ring or the ropes to try and like get into the ring and he ties his arm up into the ring. So he's still trapped as razor climbs the uh, climbs the ladder razor climbs up, grabs both belts and does one of the most iconic poses in the history of professional wrestling razor on top of the ladder, holding his two belts out to his side With fucking Earl Hebner right in front of the goddamn ladder going like this. (laughs) Pointing up at Razor. Um, So Razor Ramon uh, unifies the IC belts. One of the best poses ever. Like, I can't think of a better one right now. And, uh, yeah, I think this should have been the main event of the match. What do you guys think? Or of the match, of the card. Well, Not really, because Brett wins the belt later, but still.
4: So... First off, right there at the beginning, um, I wrote, why is Diesel being kicked out? I thought it was a DQ. I,
2: I glossed right over that because of that exact reason. <laughs> I'm like, if he doesn't leave, what are they going to do? DQ, Sean? Right. Oh, yeah.
4: Exactly. So no DQ. Uh, anyway, he got booted and I was like very confused. But okay. 90, 90s rules. <laughs> uh, uh, so then, so the part you were talking about them saying, unbel- or Vince saying, unbelievable. Oh, well, God. At one point, King goes... Uh, King goes, What a move! And then Vince goes immediately after, What a move! And then they go, What a move! And I'm like, bro, it sounds like they're like taping for a video game right now. <laughs> that is a so, good comparison. Uh, good storytelling with the exposed floor. So Razor goes and exposes the floor, and then it immediately comes back to bite him in the ass. I thought that was good storytelling there. Uh, and King goes... That ladder's got to weigh because the first time they pick it up, that, that ladder's got to weigh um, eighty to one hundred pounds. I said, King, you know damn well that ladder does not weigh that much. No, 30, 30 pounds. No, yeah, thirty to forty pounds max.
2: Maybe, maybe.
4: And yeah, that's if it's solid metal. <laughs> uh, I like how in this match they had just one ladder displayed outside the ring and in, in for use, compared to today's ladder ma- ladders matches. Um, obviously today's ladders are like aluminum or whatever, and they're like easily broken. Um, this one was also kind of janky by the end, but it did take a little bit of a, of, of a beating. Uh, when Razor pulled Sean off the ladder and his bare ass was out for everybody, I said, all of the ladies just got a free show. <laughs> and he, I got, I got to give him credit though. Cause he didn't, before he pulled his pants up, he delivered that elbow.
2: <laughs> Wait, he did not up before. Bare ass
4: hit the mat. Nope, <laughs> got uh, his cheeks out. Then there was they were both down on the mat, right? And um, there was this guy in the crowd that just kept like waving. He so this guy waving just kept cracking me up. Um, oh yeah, so the one behind you. the guardrail.
3: Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And then uh, they said Vince goes because they were both down. Vince goes. No one's gonna get up. Wait a minute, Michael's just getting up because <laughs> they were both down. And then Michael starts getting up right as he said that. Uh, that the damn ladder ruined the spot and made Razor fall at one point. But then uh, there's the spot where Sean drop k- kicks the ladder and Razor like falls off. But. it shows you how light on his feet that Razor was because at that point the ladder was real janky and the broken ladder that was already real sketched to be on to begin with stayed in place when freaking big ass Razor Ramon jumped off. (laughs) So it tells you how light on his feet he was. Sean riding the ladder down from the corner on top of Razor is one of my favorite spots.
3: That was And then Uh I
4: said Michael's made that finish happened so well like he recovered it and sold it so well even up to the point to where as razors grabbing and he finally gets released and then he even reaches you know to still have that shot um he sold it really well i thought it was really well done
3: all right so for me um when the match started um it always like, I've watched this match a lot in my life, okay? Um, so it, it always uh, it was kind of cool to watch how quick Sean was, you know, in, in the beginning of the match, you know, when they kind of start off kind of hot, um, you know, hitting the ropes a lot, you know, kind of bouncing all back and forth. You get really see how uh, quick he was. But um, <clears throat> probably one of my favorite things about this match is – that it starts off hot like that, and then it transitions uh, to kind of a, a little bit of a technical wrestling match, but um, but quickly, you know. But another thing that I like about it is there's no trash talking really during the match. These guys are just wrestling, having a fucking wrestling match, you know. No real shit talking, you know, th- that kind of stuff, kind of going on too much. Um, just straight work, you know. What I mean, just just straight work. And then this transitions to outside the ring, you know, where the mat gets pulled up, razor ends up out there, you know, that kind of stuff. So you get a little bit of the, you know, outside the, the ring um, um, action, using the steps, um, the ladder, you know, and other things as weapons. But um, I think probably what makes this particular match so great for me is the selling that was done by both of these guys. Um Um, especially towards the end. Sean is fucking bumping his ass off, you know, to get to, you know, this final um, to how, you know, um, he ends up – Razor ends up winning. Um, But, yeah, so – um, Sean, um, reaching for the titles and razor who <laughs> pulls his pants down. I had that, you know, is, is, is funny too, that he's like, all right, screw it. You're gonna pull my pants down. I'm going to drop an elbow on you with my ass right. hanging out. Right. You know, <laughs> like, and, but honestly, like I'm, I'm disappointed because these fans, um, you know, they, they weren't really into this match too much. And, um, Sean showing his ass was probably the biggest reaction all night from these. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't don't remember everything that happened in WrestleMania and where they were at the point in the card. But, you know, it was like they were all kind of gassed out a little bit. But this was end up being the biggest reaction, you know, to the match. And they should have been more, you know, into this. But anyway, um, as I mentioned, Sean really selling a lot towards the end, bumping all around for the ladder shots um, from Razor. uh, I still cringe a little bit when I see Razor throw Sean off the ladder, which was like kind of a weird body slam. I'm just so glad it didn't like it looked like Sean wasn't going to get rotated over enough. But he did, so um, that's always kind of makes me cringe a little bit. But um, as Primo said, too, I love watching the spot of Sean, you know, riding the ladder down on top of Razor. But I think what made it awesome was the camera angle. You know what I mean? Yeah. From where they were. You know, you got to see, right. sh- you know. Uh,
2: the the up above yes camera i love that camera yeah up
3: above camera and then the one that's far back too where you can see him kind of come straight forward but yeah that was awesome um okay so the finish i love the idea of sean um getting caught in the ropes you know and as he's caught in the ropes he's still grabbing onto the ladder because he knows if razor rips it away from him he's gonna you know climb it up to the top and you know and so him grabbing at the ladder to keep Razor um, uh, from climbing uh, to grab both the IC titles, um, but he eventually does pull away from it. But you guys know that Razor Ramon is, you know, he's in he's in my top three. It's, you know, it's Flair, Razor, and Tully Blanchard for me, right, in my top three um, in my life. My favorite, absolute favorite, 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 favorite pitcher of Razor Ramon is the two-belt shot where he's at the top of the ladder when he goes back up at the end. Like, it's just an iconic picture for me. Um, probably, uh, you know, looking back at his career now, probably the highest point. I mean, he was never world champion. He was double IC title champ, you know, for a second. You know what I mean? He, he won the unification. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so... Um, so this is being big. You know what I mean? So I love this this picture of him, you know, it's always iconic for me. Like I'll always look at that picture and go, fuck man. WrestleMania 10 versus Sean's fucking great. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just iconic match for me. Like I said, I was, you know, uh, close to almost 20 years old here when this happened. So I am just loving it, man. But let me ask you guys the real burning question here. How the fuck did that ladder, that one ladder make it through all of this, and still you know they use so many ladders now. This one Yeah, I know that's more. what I'm saying. They they, yeah. they
4: they 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 went to
2: these lightweight aluminum ladders. This was yeah. a solid ladder. Yeah. I think this is yeah. an actual ladder and not a gimmick ladder. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. how it and it like, barely made it to the end. Where so it, it
3: was still kind of janky at the end, but it did yeah. it did its job. I wonder where this ladder is. I wanna buy it.
4: Like <laughs> probably like, in the like, WWE the is, Yeah. They archives. have that big warehouse with all the stuff. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um you know, I heard
4: they uh, were going
3: to do a museum one day. Yeah, I hope they yeah. do because I would but, go to that in a. It'd be cool years. to see shit like that, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I probably couldn't afford that fucking ladder, but you know what I mean. Right. But, but I mean, it's you know just you know just amazing. It'd be be cool to kind of see it, you know what I mean? After all these years, WrestleMania ten. So, um, yeah, I'm. Um, it you know I, I I absolutely love this match. I've seen it a lot. We've um, so we watched it now, boys. We've reviewed it. It's time to Smelly Markets. Primo, we're gonna let you lead us off today.
4: All right. So, I, you guys know I like my gimmick matches. Sure. Uh, Shawn Michaels yep. this is in my top five. Uh, he's probably he's top three for me. Honestly, um, I love Shawn Michaels. This was a great match. And they were innovating as they went. Like this was ladder matches built off of this. Uh, Long story short,
3: I gave it a solid eight out of 10.
2: Okay. Mm, Interesting.
3: I'll go next, Primo, or uh, AJ, and let you finish it off since it's your favorite, one of your favorite IC title picks. Um, For me, man, this match had absolutely everything. Like I said, I loved how it transitioned to all different kinds of the match. It was a little gimmicky, which, you know, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I like a little more traditional side, but, you know, the gimmicky, you know, matches, you know, I love, you know, this one, you know, has nostalgia for me. Like I said, you know, you know, hot in watching wrestling, you know, during that time, Razor, always one of my favorite guys, you know, and. You know this match. You know it just has it all, man. I, 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 It's hard for me to find anything about this match that I don't like. You know what I mean? It, it's not a ten because I don't know what a ten is, but I feel like this. You know this. This, um, you know, because is there the perfect match? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know, if 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 I had to choose one thing, maybe this. You know, match lacked maybe just a tad bit of emotion. And maybe I would have got that if the crowd would have been into it a little more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't as Morris, But this match to me all day, every day, I could watch it. This is an absolute solid, solid nine. Hmm. Okay. Best highest ranking ever.
2: Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I guess it's my turn. So this match is... Shawn Michaels just coming into his own as a singles competitor. Razor Ramon and his career peak. Uh they're clickmates. So they're doing their absolute best to make the other guy look fantastic, and they both succeed. Um, however, and I don't want to take anything from Razor Ramon in this match, because I don't, because he he excelled in everything. But you could have put like an upside-down mop in a mat in this match with Shawn Michaels, and it would have been almost just as good. That's how good Shawn Michaels was in this match. It was innovative. It had never been done before. I think that if we were to ever rank the most important matches in history, in my opinion, this would be top three. Um, because this is it, like in every ladder match, every gimmick match, it basically stems from this this match right here. And had the right result. I'm not a fan of Diesel uh, in his Diesel character. Um, Vince McMahon almost took me out of this match. That's how obnoxious I found him. But the match was that good to where it overcame Vince McMahon's obnoxiousness. <laughs> Unbelievable! Um, right? Learn a new word, you silly twat. <laughs> um, so, all of that being said, um, I'm going to go 8.5 on this match because it's that good and it's it is iconic. That's fair. That's fair. Go watch so,
3: it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a classic. You know, we can't talk about ladder matches without talking about this one. This, You know, it's one of the standard bearers, you know, of all time. So, love it. Next week, AJ, we're moving on to your final favorite Intercontinental title match and the last pod of August. And that was going to be the ladder match as another ladder match we're going to watch. Wow. But this one from WrestleMania 30. Yeah. That one not long ago. Yeah, and so that one's going to be going to watch. Michael's going to be here to cover that one. So, yeah, going to be nice. Then we're moving on to September where we're going to be bringing back some top fives and some top threes. We're going to be going to switch off from from reviewing matches for just a little while and go back to uh, kind of some different – Uh, categories and kind of update them on where we are now on them. So that's going to be fun, but that's going to do it. Let's move on. Primo's got the promo school today. Hit that game show music, man. Let's hit it. Let's hear it.
4: All right, I did take over promo school this week. Um, I don't know if AJ knew that or not, but um, so I do now. <clears throat> you do now. I will say uh, I I went. I w- I want to have pro be in charge of this a lot more because uh, <laughs> I just because I haven't had it in so long, like the opportunity to do this that I was. I went through so many. Di- I went through so many different things that I was going to do for promo school. A lot of them involved Eddie Guerrero. None of those actually ended up, ha- ended up happening. Uh, I was going older than newer. Well, what happened was I did go a little more recent as in five years ago. This was when AJ Styles was mm-hmm. champion on SmackDown. He was the face that runs the place. And One of the greatest of all time, John Cena came in to give him a little bit of that humble pie.
5: The champ's a little tense tonight. The champ is complaining that he doesn't get any respect. You are complaining because the world doesn't know how phenomenal AJ Styles really is. you're, You're upset about a poster. You upset about a morning show where somebody say something bad about you? Dude, how many times have I come to this ring and 10,000 or more people tell me I suck and I don't belong, but you, you complaining about respect? Dude, you've been hot for like six months. I held this place down for well over a decade. <laughs> but a guy like you can stand in this ring and call me a sorry excuse for a wrestler. Why, because I didn't put time in on the indie scene? Here's a spoiler alert, I wasn't built for the indie scene. I was built for the WWE, for SmackDown Live, for the Royal Rumble, for moments like right here, right now. So I'm on a level with you, homie. Regardless of how good you think you are, you're not on my level. You're not even on the level below me. You upset about a poster? Hell, Photoshop yourself over me. I don't give a damn about a poster. I give a damn about Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am sorry for one thing. You're not a guy from Atlanta. You're just a guy. You're just a guy holding on to that championship because I let you. And you so unoriginal. You just like every other guy before you who hates me so very much, but does everything they can to be me, Mr. Face that runs the place. And you also, just the guy who on Sunday is going to find out what everybody already knows. There's only one John Cena, and I'm still a bad, bad man. And my time is now recognized.
4: So so let me be clear. I am a big AJ
2: Styles fan. But John Cena let him have it in that program. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Kinda owned him a little bit. There's one issue I had with it, and that's when John Cena says, You're not on my level, John Cena right, style. He's right. like the best wrestler in the world. Like right. he's
4: he's certainly on your level. But, but no, but yeah, but John Cena on the mic is pretty good.
2: He is the best. There's
4: there's not a the lot best, of but there's a few like shining moments where he's just like let his opposition just have it and he just like held no punches and this was one of those uh i almost did the one with him and roman but that was really long so uh
2: it's called a was promo a good one. yeah yep. exactly yeah. learn to cut one <laughs> <laughs> right and, and he that, has that's, that's like that's like my favorite john cena line ever and yeah he has Alright, good
3: stuff there, Primo. Nice job there, man. Good, good, good promo there from John. He was very good at that for sure. He's way underrated. Um all right. It's time to head to the old King of the Mountain. Lemme get us going. Shit. Time to play the
1: game! <laughs>
3: All right, so coming in last week, Primo was your king of the mountain with four uh, picks of winners in a row, and he is still the king of the mountain. So coming in the last week, we were picking between um, an NFL game. I I had chosen the Lions versus the Colts. The Lions being Chris Jericho's Lionheart. The Colts uh, reminded me of Dustin Rhodes' old Brandon Iron. So we were picking between the Lions, Chris Jericho, and the Colts, Dustin Rhodes. Now, Primo went with the Colts. I played smart, went with – or tried to play smart, went with Primo with the Colts. AJ went by himself and took the Lions. Did Primo stay at the top of the mountain? So as I tell you guys this, I'm going to send you the score as it were. So Primo, did you stay on the top of the mountain? The Detroit Lions won 27 to 26, uh, 1 point. My 1 point. God. Yes. 1 point. Mm. So uh, Primo finally takes a oh, so loss. so bad But he will still stay the king of the mountain. Four will be the number to beat. Him and Primo, or Primo and I, will both drop back to zero. AJ will now have the highest streak with the one. number one. <laughs> a streak yeah, of I mean, one. So, so if AJ one. gets past four, then he becomes the new king of the
4: mountain. So Him becomes the new king yes. of the mountain, yep. But the he king has to mountain. get five. He can't tie it? No, oh, I can
3: tie it, all right. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, Ty, I I think you got to knock the King of the Mountain off the mountain. Yeah, right? I feel like so that's you, fair. Yeah, so so five to five to take over. So, but uh, good good little run there. Four is a nice yeah. run to two. I set from a good st- good foundation there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good work there.
2: Now I'm, I right. feel like I'm going to be a one and done because we all know how good I am <laughs> at picking sports <laughs> things. So all right,
3: so Primo will stay at uh, King of the Mountain at number four. AJ will have the highest streak with one. Primo and I will drop to zero. All right, moving on to this week. We'll switch it up here a little bit, boys. We're going to be choosing a little PGA Tour Golf Championship. Sure. So this weekend, <laughs> the PGA Tour is in Eastlake, which is a famous uh, golf club in Atlanta. All right, now you're going to be choosing from two golfers, okay? You're going to be choosing which one uh, has the better finish in the Tour Championship this weekend, so that the is lower the, the, count. The, the final on on Sunday. The lower stroke count. All right, the two you're going to be choosing from. The first one you're going to be choosing from I is got a
2: stroke count for you.
3: The number 21 USA golfer named Dustin Johnson. Well, he shares the same name with a guy named Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So Dustin Johnson, we're going with the Rock. All right. Now he is, uh, the other guy you're going to be choosing from is the number 17 ranked another USA golfer. His name is Cameron Young. So we could go Cameron Grimes, Young Bucks here, but I'm going to go Cameron Grimes. So you're going to be picking the number 21 ranked Dustin Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock versus the number 17 ranked Cameron Young as Cameron Grimes. AJ, you are a current streak winner. With one, we're going to let you pick first. Well, I know a little
2: something about golf.
3: Okay. I don't know anything about
2: golf. So, I'm going to say The, the Rock. Yes, Dustin Johnson. I can't pick Cameron Grimes because he's your guy. That's your guys' thing. That's not mine. The,
3: the, yep. See, there you
2: go. I don't do that. No. So, I, it would be a lie for me to take Cameron, whatever his name is. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson.
3: Okay. I'm gonna go next, and we'll put we're gonna put Primo on the wedge, so to speak, and make him choose between us two. Um, Dustin Johnson, uh, you know, usually a big time player in major tournaments, he's probably a safe pick. But yeah, I'm gonna go to the moon with Cameron Young here because he's been he's played pretty decent lately. Both the guys are really close uh, playing right now, so uh, I'm going Cameron Grimes. Primo, make a pick here, buddy.
4: So. Yeah, I don't know shit about pro golf except for <laughs> I used to, except for I, I used to I like own the games and I've actually played as Dustin Johnson. So uh, yeah, that's who I'm going with is Dustin Johnson.
3: <laughs> All right, so pretty a, cool. I like the ones though that I don't know
4: shit about because right yeah football messed with me that I, yeah. that one yeah I didn't like that because I love football
3: right. Yep, so, uh, yeah, and like I said, preseason is probably the most unpredictable yeah. football. Yeah, because there's guys basically out there trying to make the team, and, yeah, so um, so Primo will stay at the King of the Mountain at four. A.J. is the current streak leader with one. We'll come back here next week and see what happens, see if A.J. can go to two or if me and uh, – or if AJ goes to two, that means Primo will be up to one. I'll be uh, in the cellar again. So, But we'll see what happens. <laughs> but good job, Primo, getting to four. AJ, yeah. it's time to close the show, brother.
4: Yes! <laughs> I'm Dakota, and you're listening to the Sit Down Marks Podcast.
2: Hello. We are the Sit Down Marks Podcast. Come listen to us. Or watch us, as the case may be. You can watch us Wednesday nights right here on the old YouTubes. Uh, We started a little late this week, but that's my fault because work. Anyways, uh, catch us on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're on all of them. Uh, Also, we are on uh, Sportswire Online Radio Fridays right before the... Thomas Bryce Show. We love Thomas. Thank you so much. And uh, throughout the week, also on Sportswire Radio. Also, we have merch. Go buy our merch. Uh, None of us are wearing our own merch right now, but you can buy said merch at tpublic.com forward slash stores forward slash sit down marks. That site, once again, is tpublic.com forward slash stores forward slash sit down marks. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, baby clothes. (laughs) All the, all the things that you want to put on your face and your torso, I guess. Um, tpublic.com forward slash stores forward slash sit down mirks.
4: We actually don't have anything
2: that you can put on your face. Not, nothing on your face. We have masks.
3: By the time you hear this, 35% off. I think they're running another 48-hour um, special so you can uh, get a get a uh, sit down marks tee for about 15 bucks
2: oh also we have uh in the works not ready yet but it's coming a new logo that we're gonna slap on some fucking shirts and stuff so look out for that in the uh coming days and week or something i don't know gonna be sick this one's gonna look good on some logos yeah i'm pretty excited about it it's gonna be cool all right primo
3: give us that preview of next week there's a little guy coming back to the pod we haven't seen a little while all right, all you primo maniacs out there, come on,
4: sit, come in close, sit down, yeah, dummy marks. I'm just kidding, you're not dummies. I love you. Preview next week. Next week, we'll have a full pod lined up for you as it's the last pod of the month in AJ's final IC title match to review with will be the ladder match from WrestleMania 30. Also, Next week will be full of previews of AEW All Out and WWE Clash at the Castle as we get moving towards a Labor Day weekend full of big wrestling cards from the top two wrestling companies. The undead one, Michael, Michael, returns (laughs) with the latest rankings and DB will host us in what will be a fun game of Squared Circle Questions. See all you right here next week. Same bat time, same <laughs> bat channel. Scissor me, AJ.
2: Scissor, daddy. I won't do it. I won't do it. You can't make me. I won't. He, I won't. No.
3: One, uh, Scissor myself. last thing before we go here. Um,
2: <laughs> thank you once again to
4: j uh-huh. um Shout
3: She'll out, like out to, I'm going to tell him to his face and probably kiss him. Um, this weekend just kidding Hart and bauer we wouldn't oh, no. been at Wave last weekend if Hart and bauer didn't put us there so yep. thank you brother um, that's a good thank- dude yeah man got the best dude Hart bauer is the kind of guy like i want to introduce him to one of my wife's single friends like that's how much i like him because <laughs> i know i'd see him a
2: lot you know what i mean like he's you know what i mean he's he's that he's that cool he can he um, can date my little sister but yeah. she's, I would never wish that on Hartenbauer. I like him too much. <laughs> right. uh, Jake, that uh, yeah. psycho. Thank that
3: you person. to the dogs, as I called them, man. We're out there working with me and AJ, putting together the ring. Uh, Drip Devlin, uh, uh Bayou Bill, Bill, Billy. Um, yeah, it, he'll be on the pod eventually. We'll have the Drifters on some point, man. But, uh, yeah, just had a, an absolute blast of a time at Dreamwave. Looking forward to our Iron Spirit Pro shows that are coming up. Our brand-new poster for the September 10th show we were just looking at just dropped. So excited for that one. And, um, yeah, just looking forward to it, man. So keep spreading the good word of wrestling. AJ, thump us or what on the way
2: out here? Thump them cakes?
1: G-R-A-B-T-A-G
3: Uh Uh I
2: cry when daddy calls me Hawk I cried today Daddy called me Hawk My brother called today, cried today Daddy called him animal Does he know (laughs) us? Does he know us? I cried today Daddy said, oh, what a rush My brother cried today Daddy said, well But you know, like how Hawk used to say it Does he know us? Does he know us? From over the mantle, the road warriors stare at us. From the refrigerator, the Legion of Doom mocks us. Daddy says, one day you'll be champions like them. One day? All right, all right, all right. I'm putting us all out of our misery. (laughs) One day?
1: Does he?